Hello, buddy. I am FTA. No, you're not. Fuck you. I could be. <laughs> Wait a minute. Then who am I? The disgraced YouTube racist Jordan I'm just saying, white people did nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Why is he still a thing? He, he left for like a year. Wasn't there like a year gap? We didn't do any videos? Yeah. I'm almost curious, like, was he... Because from what I understand, just because I see him pop up on, on like YouTube, like, recommended, mm, I guess yeah. he, he's had... Because you and I watched so much of his shit. <laughs> no, you know what? Say what you about him now. His earlier reviews, like, Stairfax Temperatures, Benjo Consuming Nuts and Bolts, some of the best videos ever put on YouTube. Like, some of the hardest I've ever fucking laughed are uh, some of his, his earlier videos. I'm not gonna lie, I... Because I, um, I was looking at... When Johnny reviewed Smite recently, I, I was like, I was like, eh, I might try it now that it's like on the Switch. And uh, I was looking up some like videos on like different heroes to play and stuff. And his Smite video popped up, and I forgot. Oh, he has one. Yeah, I always forgot because that was one of my favorite like openings where he was talking about like he's like to get Smite, you're gonna need a computer, <laughs> and then it gets the thing where he's like, he's like, you're also gonna need a couple brewskis. <laughs> Opens the can, he takes one sip, and he puts it down, and he picks up another can, opens it up, <laughs> takes another sip. It is just like, and then, so I guess, maybe in that year-long period, he was just making content and uploading it, so he would have, like, because he, from what I understand, he's uploaded somewhat regularly, like, how, let me see, I want to see what his, so what the, his... I guess the first one he did, oh, by the way, this is Turkey Desert Friend, I guess the first <laughs> thing he did... You should save that for the end. <laughs> You'd be like, all right, thanks, uh, join us next week. Oh, wait, this is Turkey Dazzling. That's the longest first act of all time. Um, I think the first thing he did when he came back was that, that, that another flex tape video. Oh, yeah. Ah, he still has 5 million subscribers. I mean, he does have, you know, regardless of his content, he has some of the best production values. I for guess. YouTube. So, like, what? So, let's have a look at his... Yeah, he did take, like, a year break. You see that... Yeah. So, so I think that was the last one he did. The flex proof in my life, and then scored up. Oh no, the deducted one. We don't know. I guess he did. Yeah. So he's done. Yeah, it took another pretty long gap. But the VR troopers. That one was pretty. I won't lie. That was pretty funny. I think the VR troopers one. Why did you want? That was after he did the thing, Gary. You know, you know what it was. It just, it just popped up, and I was like, because I think. I, because I, I, I hadn't watched any of his new videos in a long time. I wanted to see if just. It was still there. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, you can... You can still acknowledge someone is talented about wanting to support them. Because I don't think... Technically, I, ad revenue. What? Technically, ad revenue. No, if you skip the adverts, no. Uh, they only get the money if he wants the whole thing. So, if you don't... If it's skippable when you press that, skip bad. Fuck now you, I don't, you don't get money! Now I don't feel so bad for the... Uh, for, for watching the 10 seconds of the Smite video. <laughs> But it's um, he had some good jokes in that one, man. Like, you know, I don't, I don't agree with a lot of his, his views on things, and, and that did uh, kind of cloud my estimation. And I, like I said, cloud as there was a video about Smash and Cloud. On it. <laughs> that was a good time on my behalf. But um, I, I don't think, I don't think it's, it's. I mean, you know, if you choose not to watch something, not, not to follow somebody. Because of personal preferences and what they have, I I have no problem with that. I'm like, you know, that's 
Some people would. I had some people would let me say that's like censorship. Like shut the fuck up about censorship, and I'm just choosing not to watch somebody. because yeah. of what they have. But like, I don't. I don't also think it. It's fair to be like, oh, and also like that. You did instantly shit now. Mm. You know, because I think. I, I I don't think his current his current stuff is as good as everything pre studio, because I there was something that was lost once once he he got that. You know that big studio thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder, like, well, who was paid for that? Like, I guess does he just get so many views about new content to to, to keep that studio space there for a year? Or well, again, was was he just making stuff in that year period and then just? I don't know. Then, what what was Starcade before? Was Starcade before Starcade the studio? Was the... No. Because I think, I think, like, a lot of people, that was when it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, Starcade took, definitely took some wind out of the sails. And I think, you know what, I'm not going to lie. I think he was able to keep the stupid shit at bay. And then I think because there were so many people who were frustrated with his Starcade stuff, I think his frustration just let the shit, like, bubble up. My thing with Starcade, and this is going to be entirely hypocritical based on our upload schedule, <laughs> but like, there was a massive delay between episodes. Hey, you know, we're not racist, so we're, we're allowed to have <laughs> shitty upload schedules. But it's just like, again, I, I don't know the production of Starcade, but it seems to me like it was one set that they filmed all the episodes in. Mm. And I would, you would assume if, if it was going to be like he had scheduled it for like this nine episode part. If I was, if like, if we were in charge of Starcade, we would like write everything first, mm. have all the scripts in place, and then you could just bash out, bash out filming in a in a shorter time frame, you know. But uh, who knows? Did I ever tell you I have that? I have that that Spider Man. Spi- oh, you do? Bring yeah. back Godzo. You, you know what that means, right? It means you're a racist. What does that mean? Because you bought it because of John Tron. Didn't buy it because of John Tron. I was given it. <laughs> it was a John Tron. No. John personally gave it to you. Oh, I think. I had an annual John Tron lookalike contest <laughs> featuring John Tron. <laughs> I've won two years running. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's the I'm, I'm sure there's. Well, I was going to say I'm sure there's people listening to this, but I'm, I'll, I'll, if Spider Knife doesn't care, then that's fine because he's uh, <laughs> still pretty listening. But. Um, it, it, it I is, love you, Robert. It is, it, it, it is a thing. So, I mean, do you. I know this. This is like years old. I'm sure some people are like shut up. You know, we've been over this. Who cares? Get over it. What have you? But do, do you really think he's racist, or do you think it's a thing where he just he's missing? I don't even know. I don't even really remember. I just remember like at the time, I would follow it, mm-hmm. and it's like oh, like. Not, not to get too political, but it's almost like every time Trump opens his mouth, he says something stupider than he has in the past. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, I don't know, George Trump, like, I don't know. I, I, and again, I, I'm not one of those people who are like, you're a celebrity, shut up politics. I'm like, anyone has, has not to talk about it. I think, I think that is entirely disingenuous to, to try and claim that America is this land where anyone can do anything. But they'd be like, if you're an entertainer, then would you have no right to publicly speak about your beliefs? So like, if that's, you know, I, I would never be like, you can't say anything you want, but I was like, maybe if you're going to have views that kind of 
controversial. Dumb. Look at even coach like they just ignorant. This might be a hot take, and there might be some people who disagree, but I think they're fucking stupid. Hmm. Like they just, I'm just like, um, maybe, maybe don't be an idiot. <laughs> you know. Speaking of which, what do you think about that whole Chris Pratt thing? Oh yeah, you know what's so crazy? Like up until like a year ago. I don't think it was that wildly known that he was, like, super religious. Yeah, I don't think it was. I've known for a while he was a Republican. That wasn't exactly, like, hidden information. Mm. Um, but, like, I guess it was what the MTV... There was some uh, there was some award ceremony where he won something. Uh-huh. And he did this big thing. He was like, he's like I'm going to tell you some things here, kids. Like, you know, respect your parents, blah, blah. God is real. Never forget that. At that point, I was just like... Fair enough. Um, I mean, that's it's fine to be spiritual. I have, I, I, I have, I have zero problems with religious people. I know a lot of people who, a lot of people I know and care about are that way. I'm just like, I, I, I strongly believe faith, not just of a Christian belief, but faith in general can be very helpful and powerful mm-hmm. for people. Yeah. Um. It's, it's, and you know, it, it, I guess it just. Just because, like, you had, like, because we, Chris, Chris Pratt has been in the public eye now for about a decade. I think probably since Parks and Rec first. Oh, for sure, about, yeah. You know, since Parks and Rec. You know, which is that, uh, that, he is, that character is still worth it, one of the best characters on, on any TV show. Yeah. Just Andy is so fucking funny on that show. <laughs> but, um. That's one of my, the only reason I discovered that is because, um. He's like Jonathan? Yeah. He's like Jono from yeah, Sonic Says? Jack, uh, Jack from the Packrat show. Was he? It was when he started watching Parks and Rec, and he was just like, "This character is Jonathan. It's just Jonathan. Like it's uncanny how much it's Jonathan." <laughs> and then, like we watched it, he like showed us a clip, and we were just like, "Did someone follow you?" <laughs> there was this one. I think you, you saw. Where I I tagged it as, as like an outtake where it was him and Audrey Plaza, and I forget the context of the scene, but like she had to slap him. Do that. Like, Whoa. Dude, what a kid she slaps him. She's like, Do you have a bone? <laughs> She's like, I've never slapped him before. And he makes this face, which is like trademark Jonathan face. I'm like, Holy fucking shit. That is just old Fred. Jonathan should sue. Jonathan should find the Parks and Rex makers and sue their asses off. Oh my god, last night I thought I was going to piss myself. <laughs> so we were, we were hanging out watching a movie last night. And for some reason, Jonathan put his coat on. And Gareth didn't notice. Well, then when Gareth went to leave, him and Carrie were putting their coats on. And he looked up at Jonathan and he goes, What'd you put your coat on for? And Jonathan didn't have an explanation. So he just said, Oh, I'm coming with you. <laughs> I love that. Oh, yeah. I should I should the baby bonnet is on. Let me turn that off. This is the part of the podcast where well, we I don't... I walked through the baby and I pressed the up on it. And then I walked back to the couch. <laughs> Walking back to the couch. Left foot, right <laughs> foot. <laughs> You've got an enemy. <laughs> speaking of Steven, speaking of Steven the other day, and he was just talking about like shit we've done and shit we want to do in the future and Stevie just said Trinity Luigi's Mansion OP you were constantly pissing him off yes. because you would not stop going you got afraid of me <laughs> you got afraid of me 
Oh boy. You got afraid of me. I'll have to make Stephen's life a living hell. (laughs) (laughs) He lives in Florida. What else can he do? Nothing you can do can match the fact that he's a living Florida. Walk a (laughs) walk. You missed him doing that though. Two weeks ago, it was like, oh, because you wouldn't fucking stop doing it, everything we did. <laughs> oh, oh. I went into someone. Uh, this is the first time this has happened to me. I had I had a uh, subcommy journey moment where I ran into somebody at a, at a supermarket. No. Nah. Said, said they were a big fan of the whole cast. Oh, nice. I was like, of all the stuff we do, that's what you enjoy? the fuck? <laughs> big, big McCormick fan. He <laughs> <laughs> did say it was a. Uh, it helped him fold laundry. That's well, like that's uh, like what's uh, Matt Herm said that he listens to Sonic says Willie Colors. So, so, so sorry, man. I mean, he won't listen to this, but yeah. I want to bring that. I need this week. I'm gonna uh, have Jonathan. Jonathan's gonna try. We're gonna come over. and We're gonna work on um, work on articles for that stuff and try and get because it's gonna be a four episodes recorded. Um, I gotta get that because I I want says back. I want I want to start doing more because now we have. You know, if it's just a pass where we can do one more IDW, because we can do issues for the eight, for the sorry, eight to twelve, and then kind of give it. No, it'd be nine to twelve. Nine to twelve, and then kind of give an overlay of what do we think how year one went. Blah blah. Uh, you know, we can uh, do more STC, do more Archie. Um, Let's see, maybe maybe reach back out to Evan Stanley because when we met her at, at Fan Jam. She was like, I'm really busy at the moment, but like, try again in like January, February. Yeah. Um, reach out to her because she was, yeah, she's, she's just one, one, of, one of, I think, one of the best artists to be associated with that. And I guess she got her, um, I'm not, you know, I think it might be the, her first art connected with Sonic was in Sonic and the Black Knight. There was a fan art contest that was included in the game. Oh, okay. And Evan Stanley's art was in there. There, there was a thing though where someone stole art, oh boy, and and like claimed it as somebody like you know, and then the real artist was like, um, it's my no. art, thank you very much. Hello, no. Although saying that again, it was like um, for a while back, the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, like social media, they did this thing called Fan Art Fridays, mm-hmm. and the first piece of art they they selected was stolen. No, it was it was a piece of work by Evan Stanley. And so many people were like, um, excuse me, Mr. Social Media. She works officially on the edge of comic books. Don't know if this qualifies for this, but um, that's like officially licensed artwork you've selected. Um, Here's the thing, though. Good, good job. That is that social media team that they wouldn't even know that Evan Stanley is an artist that works on the Sonic the Hedgehog comic book. No, if you go after Drew it, they fucking know that. Because they don't pay attention to the comic book whatsoever. No, we know. Yeah, I mean, it seems like with IDW, they've slightly taken more of a. They seem to be a bit more directly involved with it. Slightly. <laughs> well, they slightly is being generous. They say Zuka and Ivan Weber were there when they were doing like an initial pitch meeting. Good job. You went <laughs> to a meeting. I'm sorry if you haven't if you haven't told if you haven't uh, gotten the hint by now. We're not exactly uh, happy with the social media team. At this point, I'm just like, it is what it is. I'm like, well, I'm just very cynical about it. Just like, there are so many things that I'm just starting to be very cynical about Sonic. You know what, though? I, I was thinking about this, but I think that 
what, I, what I'm about to say is probably more related to the YouTube channel. I think they do more creative things and like more of a behind the scenes type of, of thing mm -hmm. with that than I think you'd get on like you like fucking uh, like a, a Nintendo YouTube account. That's fair. You know, like like while while I may not love everything they do on Facebook and Twitter, the fact that many adventures they say was spearheaded by the social media department okay. makes me love them forever. Alright. Uh, and things like the one of the best things out of Sonic Forces was the orchestral music. And there was that pretty nice behind the scenes of like we, we got to see them the London uh Philharmonic Orchestra, one of the best orchestras in the world, recording music for the game. You just saying that because they're English. They did the music of Star Wars. So fuck you. I need a joke. Um you know what they for for Mania and Avengers they had like behind the scenes videos talking yeah. with like T Lopes and Tyson involved from like Tyson Hess or Taxman. Um they don't do it for everything. It seems to be more for the well, if something's made in America, I think just that team would have more access which makes sense. That team would have more access to speak to those people. Yeah. But on YouTube specifically, I think they actually do one of the better jobs of any type of like game related franchise. YouTube franchise. Yeah. Twitter and such, that's when I'm a bit like, I get what you're going for, but um, maybe don't. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, we've, we've talked about this before. It's like, I know when I'm, the team that, that that did social media before Aaron Weber came back to Sega was, was, was a, ah, fuck, was a bit more just like, um, you know, oh, his neck. So comic comes out tomorrow there's a new episode of the show it, it was very just like here's your standard uh, you know just facts like, this is it game comes out here like here's, here's a trailer game comes out tomorrow blah 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 I don't remember they, they, they did make it a lot more personable I give it like they they clearly um, gave the social media a, a type of, of um, character for lack of a, of a better word to make it stand out and I think you see it now because it clearly resonated when, before, like, the new group came on, there were something like half a million Twitter followers, and now they're, like, five million. It's clear. I, I think, I, I don't think it would be too unfair to say that people obviously picked up, and now you see other accounts, like, say, Mega Man. I, I think they ape the Sonic style. I actually think the Mega Man, Toxic Media, actually apes them a lot more successfully than Sonic does mm. now, um... But, you know, they, they give us things like new original artwork, which people like, you know, new little shorts, that type of thing. Um, it's just the... I, I know when they started, like, the memes were a big part, but I think the memes are the worst part of what they do. Yeah. Because it's like they haven't... And I know some, some people can easily turn this back on, on us, because, our, you know, our memes are... You know, we've been using the same stick now for a few years, and, and that's fine, I get that. But um, it's not a full-time job to come up with memes for a Twitter account, <laughs> you know? Um, again, not, not to shit-talk too much. I mean, I can't speak. TJ wants to shit-talk it completely, but I'm just like, I get... Um, I think the good they do outweighs the bad. It's just um, there seems to be more more stuff they release. I'm just like, sure? <laughs> but when something like a Media Adventures comes out, or when they say release upcoming music. That's the big thing. I, li I like what they do now. Yeah. We get to hear like music tracks before the game comes out. So all of the stuff fair. for Team Sonic Racing, that shit sounds fantastic. Yeah, so far I'm, I'm liking it a lot. It's like, I never cared much for Sand Hill with SA1. It was, a, it was an alright track, but the fucking, 
I think it's T Lopes and Jude Sonoya doing it. I was like, fucking shit, yes. Shit, yes. Shit, yes. SA1. Shit, 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 yes. SA1 does include the phrase, who gives a shit. Yeah. It would be, you know, just put it in there like that. Radio static, make it all like, yes. Who gives a shit? I'd love to. I'd love to be an official sort of like panel thing. But Mr. Sonoy, question. Why don't you boo who gives a shit in SA1 for? And that's when Izuka finds out and he fires Jude. <laughs> Retroactively rips out any Sonic Adventure 1 <coughs> copies that are out there. That, that's what that's what ends the remake from being made. You just, what now? His name is Tarnis forever. Jude's <laughs> Jude's doing the, the like remixing. And he's like, okay, this is where we put the who gives a shit. It makes it louder. And they're like, what? what? <laughs> who gives a shit? <laughs> so, who gives a so you know what I was thinking about? I, I was driving around. No, you uh, weren't. I wasn't. I was lying. But when I was driving I mean, around. You and your stupid brain. Me and my stupid brain. <laughs> um, so we were having this conversation last night, and Gareth was talking about the phenomenon where you zone out while you're driving. Not fall asleep, but where you zone out, and then just th- from the muscle memory, you're you're able to, to like drive, drive home, to your yeah. destination, You know, drive home, you know, what have you. And Gareth goes, that doesn't happen to me. I end up places I've never been before. And I just looked at him and said, oh, so your brain's stupid. I got stupid brain. <laughs> but, um... Just, I, I, I was thinking about it more as I was, like, as I said it. And it was just, like, I imagine, like, a, an anthropomorphic version of your brain inside your head. And then you just go, they're like, the buzzer goes off. They're like, you need to drive home. And it just goes... Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Pulling levers. Where did he live? I don't remember. <laughs> Just trying to like look in the filing cabinet. He's, he's, the, the, my base to fix. I live in England. Where's the airport? <laughs> <laughs> there was a London. There was a London near us. A London, yeah. Ohio. Mm-hmm. That's close enough to Essex. Just go there. But you know, what? I was driving around and I was thinking, based off of something that was said, a joke Johnny made. In the Brain Scratch SA2 Revisit LP. If you break down the basic plot, like the plot points of SA2, it reads like fucking fan fiction. <laughs> okay, go on. Well, just to start, it starts off with something. Like, if, if we, you know, start with like the hero side, Sonic, Sonic's been, been wrongly arrested, kind of thing that happens a lot. He meets a, a evil version of, of himself, not a robot, but like, like a literal. Evil Hedgehog. Very fanficy. Yeah, that is, yeah, the, the, um, I'm trying to remember what the concept, the antithesis characters are always very fanfiction. One of the biggest things, and this is what spurred this from Common Johnny made, is to see where Sonic and Tails jump into the president's limousine <laughs> to get Eggman's coordinates from space. This <laughs> is like, what the fuck? This is the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> that is so fan fiction, man. And then Sonic and Tails jumped into the president's limo, and he said, "Yes, Mr. President, run our way." Because the president of the United States drives around in a limo with an open sunroof, <laughs> with like no entourage of like yeah, no security, se- like secret agents or anything. It's just just him and just him and his secretary. It's so fucking fan fiction. It's so dumb. I want an SA two remake, but it's like it's like updated. It's like they just shoot Sonic when <laughs> he jumps, jumps in the car. 
Look at this kid that tells you like waterboarding for information. What the heck you going? I don't Everything with Rouge the Bat doesn't make any fucking sense. No. Okay, so she's a bat, but she's super hot. But she's, and she's a, also a secret agent. She's like, like secret agent, but she like she drives around in a penis mobile, which is like the bit where like my favorite line in SA2 is when Shadow goes, Now I know who you are. You're the government spy, Rouge the Bat. I was like, how many fucking Rouge the Bats are walking around in you fucking know? <laughs> If you already know there's a government spy called Rouge, Rouge the, the Bat, Bat. and this fucking bat not... named Rouge comes up to you. You also live in you live in a world where there's anthropomorphic animals. So why why would someone named Rouge the Bat not be anything but a bat? <laughs> just like it's, it's not like she was going by a code name in Teen Dog, but like, yeah, I'm Rouge the Bat. And the government spy called Rouge the Bat. Oh, not that I know of. You're hired. <laughs> it's like what the fuck? Wait, wait a minute. Where am I? <laughs> Where's the butter? Where's the bring out the butter? I'm making toast. <laughs> I was thinking, what? I was trying to think in my head, what is more fanficy? Like, SA2 story in general, or just the character of Infinite? I honestly do not know what is more fanficy. Well, I think if you look at, like, bullet points. I, I, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a quick poll on Twitter. I would say like number of bullet points. You gotta have. You kind of have to go with the story of. Um, I would say. Okay, it can't just be the character of Infinite, because you kind of have to go with the story of. Um, Sonic Forces. Think about it. That is way more fanficy. I don't think so. I, I, yes. I, I, no. Dude, come on. Okay, okay. They're going to bring back everybody. Yeah? And Sonic's going to fight everybody. Sonic Generations did that. Is that fanficy? A little bit. Everything in Sonic's fanficy. Secret Rings and Black Knight? But, but the thing is, the thing is, is that like a, a lot of these stories have like, have like ideas. But like Sonic, Sonic goes into a storybook is, is a fanficy idea. Yeah. But I'm talking about there were like there were like scenes in SA two, like whole scenes that feel like they were just stolen from a fanfiction online. Yeah, that's most of the more recent Sonic games. Now that I'm thinking about it, but like you can't you can't look at you can't look at the story of Sonic Forces and tell me that that is above the level of like fanfiction. I know. I want to say if you if you were to remove Infinite. Say Sonic Forces came out, but there was no you just saw Eggman a bunch of times. Think about it. Think what <laughs> people who write Sonic fanfiction have their own something the character. The game literally has you play something the character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Sonic, but Sonic games have a history of bringing in new characters. I mean, like by that extension, is Sonic Rush fanfiction because mm-hmm. it brings in Blaze. It's Sonic like Heroes fanfiction are bringing in a bunch of new characters in that. Yeah, it's like how, like Team Chaotics. I know they had Knuckles Chaotics, but in, in terms of of what we know now, they're brand new characters for that game. Yeah, uh, Omega, brand new for that game. Uh, Cream technically debuted in SA in Sonic Advance too. I'm going to see most people play. I want to say first. Sonic Heroes is less fan fictiony than than Sonic Forces. 
In terms of its plot, maybe, sure, but I think I think the distinct notion of Eggman has taken over and there is a mystical gem, which for the beginning Sonic has had that, so that's not exactly a new thing for there, the series. There is a MacGuffin. <laughs> There's always some kind of like mystical crystal that does shit in the Sonic franchise. So that's that's why like the Fountain Ruby like that to me it it fits in with the Sonic lore. Because so many of these stupid games have some kind of dumb fuck, you know, something dumb like that. Yeah, but I'm still saying that that's fan fiction. Like, if someone wrote Sonic... I'm going to blow my nose now so I can edit you talking out, and so I win. Just like all the debates we do. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> so it's like, it's, I go through this big thing where I make a point, and you just you just compress the audio. And so then so it goes, well, here's my point. <laughs> You're like, well, you just yelped. He just said, "Oh, fifty cents to quote a second. <laughs> Why must you make me look like an idiot? So far, the character of Infinite is winning by a landslide. <laughs> Sixty-five votes and ninety-one percent says the character of Infinite. <coughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like the the. Now that I'm thinking about it, like there's so much Sonic that the the recent Sonic games just all feel like fan fiction. We already know anything that you played. Huh? Just the seven games? No, it has to it can't be just the seven. The last game you played was Generation, which is almost ten years ago. What else come out since then? Uh Lost World, all the all the boom games, forces. Oh, did you, did you play Mania? Yeah, I played Mania. So now I'm up to eight. <laughs> God damn. God damn. You're the best of all of us. <laughs> okay, so it's Sonic 1, Sonic 2, SA1, SA2, Spinball. Yeah. Generations. Mm-hmm. Mania. Mm-hmm. What's the last? Heroes? Yeah. Yeah. And. I technically I've played Sonic Three, so I was having this discussion with Chris one time, and there was this, there was this game that I I had a lot of like very fond memories of, but I couldn't remember what the game was, and every time like I'm on like a compilation of like like Sega games, I was always trying to like find what what game it was, like, see if there was some, like, some picture mm-hmm. or something that would, like, jar my memory, and I think I was watching, I was watching something, and I saw, uh, Hydro City, and I was like, oh, fuck, that was it. It was Sonic 3 the whole time. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. So, I've, I've played, so I haven't played, um, Knuckles. Sonic and Knuckles, but I, I think I, I've played Sonic 3. Well, yeah, but, you, yeah, but you don't count you you clearly don't count completing a game as playing it, because if you if, if that was the case, you never would have played a Mega Man game. True. Yeah, I've never finished a Mega Man game, so they're hard, man. You admit they're hard. Five isn't hard. Five Five was purposely made to be piss easy, and that's your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've always I think I've always said that, that I like Mega Man more conceptually than I like it as games. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't um, got Mega Man 11 yet. I haven't either. So I, still haven't, I've, I still haven't finished 9 or 10, so I'm, like, I'm not going to try and save all my backlog. I'm gonna, when I find time to f- sit down and play 9 or 10, 
that was dead finished that I'll get. You're never gonna finish your backlog. Oh, fuck no way, dude. What's that? What's that, Gareth? Kingdom Hearts Three. Is that Kingdom Hearts Three? Kingdom Hearts Three. Is that part of your backlog? That's part of the game we're playing with fucking now. <laughs> I'm not gonna buy Spyro. I'm gonna finish my back. I'm not gonna buy anything else. I I, I didn't buy Spyro. That was a Christmas gift for me. Oh no, I I didn't know even know that you had Spyro. I yeah, yeah, saying, it But I would say the last the last thing. Well, that, that, that's also for Kerry. I know, I know. But yeah, uh, Toy Story World's fun. It's a bit long though. Like that, the whole world. I'm like, you guys gonna trim this down a bit? I like Kingdom Hearts, and like, the combat's fun. But when you really boil down to it, it's just, and, and you could say this for a lot of games, which is like you know, cutscene, fire bunch. Of, it's kind of like Unleashed. You know, fire bunch of endless mooks walk around for a bit. Fire some more endless mooks. It's just like the combat's fun, but it is it is literally just you just press X. Yeah, and occasionally like you. You can press triangle to do like like a special move. Um, so every world, and they've shown this off in trailers. So it's a spoiler, but like every world, like new characters you get, you can do specific. Excuse <coughs> me. Like team up can, super moves. Yeah, and so the one in Toy Story is they get on the, they get on a rocket, kind of like in Toy Story one type of thing. Yeah. And I defeated the final Toy Story boss with a rocket attack. I was like, yeah, get fucked. That's how we do it. From Andy's room. <laughs> Woody's fucking great in Toasted the game. Oh, really? So when when you come across like the guy who I assume is going to be the final boss, you know, he's cut. It's, it's, it's a drinking game. Every time in, the, in a fucking cutscene of a organization 13 member, or with like Mickey, what have you, whenever someone mentions friendship, heart, darkness, or love, you fucking take a drink and you'll die. <laughs> so Woody, there's a moment where Woody just goes like, you know what? I'm paraphrasing. So you know what? I don't give a fuck what he's saying. Piss off. He literally tells the main event to, like, shut up and get lost. So I'm like, fucking Woody, you were the MVP of this, of this franchise. Lad. Lad. He goes like, yeah, you know, I may be a toy, but, you know, at least I know what love is. No one's ever fucking love Julian, dude. He's like, oh. I am a toy. But at least I know what love Something is. Something like, that's, that's not exactly, but, like, that's no, 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 no. I am a toy, <laughs> but at least I know what love is. They're gonna make, they're gonna make you cry. Is my paraphrasing a toy story? <laughs> no, that it, it hurts me that I just heard that. <laughs> toy show love. I am a toy, but at least I know what love. is. You also kind of paraphrased that from Forrest Gump. I blocked most of Forrest Gump. I'm not be smart, man, but at least I know what love is. I think we talk, I, my, I think Forrest Gump is a very overrated movie. Yes, I know you do. I think most people with a brain also think it's an overrated movie. Okay, I like Forrest Gump. I said it was a bad movie. I was like, it's it's very emotionally manipulative. Oh, exactly. That that's why I watch it. I don't care. I, I like movies that kind of earn their sadness. Don't just be like, oh, everyone he knows is fucking dying over the course of the movie. I'm just like, it's, uh, mm. no. <laughs> I um I watched uh, I watched Big Fish last night. My mom had never seen Big that's Fish. The, the Tim Burton movie. Yeah. With Ian McGregor. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, because I was like, I was like, because uh, Albert Finney passed away, and he was oh, okay. he was in he's in that. And uh, he's Ewan McGregor's, like, older self. And, uh, 
I turned it on, and Mom was like, I've never seen this. And I was like, all right, we're watching it. <laughs> I didn't say what you were fucking watching it. <laughs> well, we, we also watched, I caught the tail end, when I came home, uh, I caught the tail end of, um, she was watching the Mr. Rogers documentary. Is that available to watch now? Um, I don't think it's on Netflix, but it was, it just got on HBO. I never grew up watching him, but like, obviously, like, just through cultural osmosis, I know who he is. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, I, I wanted to see it in the cinemas, but like, it kind of came and went. It was very short, short release, I think. But maybe it was uh, no, I think there was other things that came out at the time, so it just wasn't like a priority. Well, I, I'm pretty sure just in general, it was it wasn't like a big... But it was out, but I think it was a, mm-hmm. it was a, it was a very limited run of like maybe. maybe only a week or two. But yeah, I <laughs> I watched it. I watched it for about five minutes. And he then, cried. Whoosh! How did he die? Was he like just old age? Or nah, he, get sick? he had something. Yeah, he was sick. That's right. Mr. Rogers so sick. Like, if I were to have like one complaint, which I guess is fine because like the, kind of the purpose of the documentary is to kind of analyze him as a person there's not a lot of substance in terms of because they don't they don't like go into detail about like what happened but they oh, well, 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 how he died yeah they're just yeah. like they're just like he got sick so okay that's how i kind of felt about watching bohemian rhapsody i thought it was an okay movie oh my gosh there's so many people who hate that movie i never saw it but i i think a lot of that hate is, is due to brian singer um that's that's that could be part of it, uh, or that is part of it. I should say. I think the other part of it is there's a lot of people who are big fans of Freddie Mercury, and it's not exactly. Um, yeah, Carrie's Carrie's father was a big Queen fan. Like all through story, he was like, you know, he listed a bunch of like timeline things that don't don't make sense. There when there was that, and there was also I think kind of like because I know when I, I obviously I never saw the movie, but I know oh, there was, you've seen it. The script is so... You know what's going to happen to a fucking uh, well, mile away. It's so generic, the script. <laughs> I, I, what I'm saying is I've never actually watched oh, the film. Um, the I know there was a lot of complaints with the first trailer. Because um, I knew... I, I think I, people said that there wasn't going to be any AIDS stuff in the movie. I don't know if there was or not. Yeah, the, 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 that's, the, that's the thing I was going to say. I mean, obviously, like Freddie Mercury wasn't defined by having AIDS. But I kind of wished it was... At the end, the spoiler alert... But... At the end of the movie, that is revealed. Well, yeah, he wasn't defined by it, but it is a part it is, of it his is a story. part of his story, and it, it's, an, it's an important part. Because he was mm-hmm. a very high-profile person who, who got the disease, so mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping for... And this is going to sound sacrilegious, because a lot of people's favorite part of the movie is just when they recreate Live Aid for 20 minutes. And I'm like, maybe we could have just done 10 minutes of Live Aid and <laughs> had more story, you know? But that's what, I, that's what everyone... And the fact that... You only hear Don't Stop Me Now over the credits. I'm like, you fuck, what the fuck? It's one of the best songs. One of the best fucking songs. You over the credits, you um, and then the other thing was that um, it almost felt like they toned down um, how how he was gay because the first trailer, the way that it was cut, it was a lot of him with women. Well, there was like, he was, he was married. Well, I know um, that, but just like, obviously like, you know, if you're going to see a, a biopic on Freddie Mercury, it's obviously like a, Good portion of it should be about his homosexuality. Well, it, it is, but I, I, I think, it, I mean, I think that this might, this might be the issue that marketed a movie based on a real person. Because I mean, it's the fact that like not everyone's gonna know about mm-hmm. the story, but like his, his so much in context of the movie. I don't want to say it's like a twist or a big reveal, but it's not up front. Like he acts 
straight for the first mm. good chunk of the movie. So it, it, that might have just been the marketing people saying, well, let's not, let's not, you know, spoil what happens in Act 2. Oh, like it's a twist. Well, because, you know, again, even though it's based in real life, they still have to market it as a story. Mm. So, I mean, so in that look, that I don't necessarily have a problem with because you have to treat it well, like, if you want to know about Freddie Mercury, freaking Wikipedia's there for you, you know? Like, yeah. I don't think anyone's really going to this movie to get, with, with any biopic, is really going to get the 100% facts. Because they, and I get it, in the context of making a movie, they have to remove some things, fuck up timelines a bit to make things more cinematic. I get yeah, that. It's cinematic probably, yeah, cinematic and like dramatic, yeah. So like, I guess one, one, one of the things is they say, um, okay, spoiler for the movie, they've broken up for a while, like, because it's, Standard thing with like band and the singer gets too because of an ego. He got fuck you guys. I'm going off on my own. Realizes the of his ways. It comes back. What have you? Um, and the thing about like Live Aid, they 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 use it in the movies like this is going to be Queen's like last hurrah type of thing. And the thing where Freddie comes back is like you know I'm sorry I, I was such a dick but I have AIDS you know I'm not sure how much longer I have you know let's you know I wouldn't please do you know do this and they kind of like forgive him all that shit. Yeah. Carrie's dad was just like they were fucking torrid before live. Like they were, they, like they were a band, like mm. actively before live. They was never yeah, like, are we gonna do live type of thing? But in context of the movie, it it, it makes it more dramatic. Exactly, because it compelling. Yeah, there was like if there's if there's a band thought the entire movie, hey guys, let's do live aid. Okay, <laughs> you know, it's just like so. I I get I, you know I completely understand why why biopics have to fudge the facts a little bit to make it a movie. Yeah, because otherwise. Just watch like a documentary about him. If if what you get, if what you want is is the facts in, 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 in as close to correct as possible, find a a, a documentary, because a fictional movie, well, it's not fictional, but like a a movie movie has to be more dramatic. Otherwise, it's just let's go play over there. Okay, hey, let's go play over there. <laughs> okay, hey, Freddy, let's go over there. <laughs> um, another, going back to the Mister Rogers documentary. You don't have to watch the whole, the whole, the whole thing. At least I don't think because I, I we didn't watch the whole credits. They they have this. They have one like like inserted clip in like the first like two minutes of the credits, and that was what it. I was that was balling. Is it here that dude cold in between tanks? No. <laughs> Good lord. Hello neighbor. Hello neighbor. <laughs> That's what he says. Right? That's what he says. That's sketch my right? <laughs> Oh man, I wanted to, I wanted to tell you about. Um, oh shit! I, I waited until you left the room. But we were talking about. Um, I was listening. Left the room where? Oh no, you didn't. Leave. It was after you guys left at Jeff's last night. I was telling him about the the last episode of um. No, it's not latest. I think one of the more recent episodes, the last podcast. They talk okay. about um Joseph Mengele. Was that the friend who died? No, no, no. That's the guess. The guy that that did all the fucked up things at Auschwitz. Oh, okay. yeah. And um, they go, they go. This is a really fucked up episode, obviously. And uh, he goes, so there's a little bit of a palate cleanser. If things get a little rough, we'll uh, we'll clear the air with some uh, facts about home improvement. <laughs> what the fuck? So like. Like, obviously, you know, because I have those moments where, like, Marcus kind of goes into, like, like really, like, finer details about this. What's Marcus? Is he, he's the, the is more he, factual Is he the conspiracy nut guy? Kind of, yeah. I guess. 
She would always says hell Satan in every episode. No, no, no that's that's uh, Henry. Henry. Oh, Henry's the like a conspiracy. Well, yeah, freak. yeah. He's he's, he's the entertaining one. Exactly. You, you need him on the no, Marcus is the one that does all the research. Gotcha, gotcha. And so he goes into this very like fu- like really uh, like detailed description of something, and uh, um, I can't remember what his name is. Um, the host. Yeah. What, that he's like he's like Jesus Christ. We. We have a little bit of a break, and he goes, "Did you know that Al Borland's name was originally going to be Glenn?" And Henry Zabrowski goes, "Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> His name was going to be Glenn Borland." <laughs> 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 the sets him more than the Auschwitz yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Jesus fuck! Jesus fuck! Glenn. Not bad name. <laughs> if your name is Glenn, rethink your life. <laughs> did, you, did you see that stupid thing that said um, this guy wants to sue his parents because he was they birthed him without his consent? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I was like that guy that sued his parents because they kicked him out when he was like thirty five. I'd love to know how that, how that, how that, like the court appearance went for that. Just, I wonder like, if you could sue. Like, I wonder how because I, you know, I guess there's no legal precedent for that. I wonder what would happen. What the uh... the guy was like? I, I didn't ask to be born. I'm going to sue you. I don't know, man. I don't. I, I mean, like, I, I can't see it getting very far in the court system, but it's like it's a yeah. It's kind of dopey thing you'd have like Adam McBill, <laughs> like Shark, one of those dumb lawyer shows. <laughs> you mean like Harvey Birdman, attorney at law? <laughs> it's, yeah, so like, it's like Elroy Jensen never asked to be born, so he sues George. Elroy! <laughs> Jane! Stop this crazy thing! <laughs> you know what? I, <laughs> I, was, I was saying this last night. Um, I want to. I, I have an itch now, and I want to go uh, rewatch home movies. <laughs> that that's been on, on my on my to do list for like a year now. There's just too much good. Whenever you want to watch it, just let me know. I have that box set. Yeah, you know what? I want to go back and watch for like the fourth time, which is what? it's always a shame. When like it's not even a show I think is really that good. But I want to go back and rewatch Google Girls again. You want a good show? It is a good show. You know, it's entertaining. You know what? That was funny about Gilmore Girls. Like I liked it, but like it has never once made me laugh. I have never laughed out loud watching Gilmore. I've never even chuckled. Hmm. But like, it's a show that a lot, a lot of people talk about how funny. Cause I I listened to that, um, Gilmore Guys podcast, and I've actually gone back to listen to it because it helped. It passes the time at work like crazy. Because like when they start the show, the episodes are like roughly like forty minutes, like maybe an hour. Yeah, we get towards the end. Like the last episode they did on on the Netflix show was like six hours long. <laughs> Holy crap! So like, like, that's like a whole day of work for me. I can just listen to that, and, <laughs> you know. Um, and maybe want to go back and, and watch it because I I think the I like I think it got got cr- it kind of got crazy as it went on, especially all the shit of like like Luke's son and all the Luke's, Luke's daughter and like all the fucking you watch Gilmore Girls right? How far did did you get? Uh, we didn't get that far, but I'm, I kind of, I kind of picked up on a couple things because I asked her because we, we watched the, um, we watched most of the survival. Yeah, so there was a couple things that like 
I had to ask her about. You TD Jessa Logan. I don't have enough information yet to make a... What's Aaron's choice? I don't remember. We're facts that I find out. I just know that... And it depends on the outcome. I'm going to have to shame you Gulfer on this podcast. R- Rory is a horrible person. She's so. like the worst fucking person <laughs> ever. So there's two things There's two things that Aaron gets mad at me about when it comes to uh, television show opinions. One is that Rory is a terrible person. She is a terrible person! <laughs> Thank you. You know what the other one you is? You haven't even watched all the show and you fucking know how bad she is. Do you know what the other one is? What? Well, <laughs> so I, I fucking hate Ross from Friends. Fuck it, that. I was like, I was like, Ross is the worst. And she goes, you need to stop. <laughs> you know what's crazy about Ross is you go back to, I will defend Dirty Ross. You go back to like seasons one, two, and like parts of three. He's the straight man. I get it. He, he is like, he's like, in TV tropes terms, he is the only sane one. Mm-hmm. Kind of. But you compare Ross in season one to like Ross of season ten, where he's like a shrieking, screaming man baby. <laughs> and it's like, what happened to your character, man? Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he might be the biggest downgrade. A, a, a lot of people like to shit on Joey because Joey just became like how he functioned. Like, he became so fucking stupid. Mm. It was, he was like Homer Simpson esque. Yeah. But Joey still kept his, like, lovable goof, and he was still funny. Ross, I think, became annoying. Mm. A character I always hated, though, Phoebe. I, I, I'm always just like, why are they friends with her? No. <laughs> She's such a fucking freak. Why are you friends with Phoebe? <laughs> no, I get that. Like, especially, like, later, later season Ross, I completely understand. Mm-hmm. We're going to end this podcast until until you go until she comes back. <laughs> are you team? I said, are you team Team Jess Logan? I don't get people who are team Jess. Why? Correction. Okay, I understand people who are team Jess for who he becomes as an adult. Hmm. When he first enters, he's a fucking punk ass bitch <laughs> shithead. <laughs> I'm here to tell you that Shadow the Hedgehog is a punk-ass <laughs> motherfucker. Who pissed, who, who pissed, he pissed on, on my, my wife. wife. <laughs> he said his dick is the size of this walnut, only smaller. <laughs> <laughs> that broke me, I think. I think that, and I have no character motivation in this scene, are the ones that got me to this. His dick is of this wound up and okay, you, okay, the funniest you, fucking you may ever. be the only person I've said this so many times and no one has gotten it but one of my favorite uses of that fandom is it says when you play stock battles in Super Smash Brothers and it shows Eggman going I'm going to kill you and then kill you again <laughs> That does, like, everything Eggman and Shadow say is just like, wow. It's time to log on to my Twitter.com. <laughs> I have 50 alternate accounts. <laughs> I have, my favorite is, it's okay, time to type in my password. <laughs> E-G-G. That fandom's good. That phantom is good. Just the just the dark side. I don't know how good the hero side is. Yeah, I watched that one, but like, Eggman is so funny, and like not the not the shit on the people. Like, I don't think the guy with Sonic was that funny. I think Sonic had some decent lines. I don't. I I just remember. I think Rouge like 
Rouge was good at like keeping the it's gonna sound dumb for Vanda, but I keep on like the story going. But yeah. like she worked for she vanilla, but just everything the, Eggman everything and Eggman, Shadow. Everything Eggman said Eggman has the best like one liners. I think my favorite <laughs> my favorite line of the whole thing <laughs> is when for some reason Rouge is talking to Sonic over the radio. Yeah. And, and Eggman goes, Why well, are you talking to Sonic on the villain channel? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he showed up drunk to his own intervention. Is it not? Is it Knuckles who's like, "Where am I?" Yeah. Is he saying something and then he just goes, "Wait, where am I?" That's the part when um she goes, "You pissed on the moon and called out Obama." I wouldn't do that. Obama is a is a is a is a is an asset. To, to the, the country of the United States. What is my arm doing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just want to go back and watch that fandom now. <laughs> That's some good shit. Um, oh yeah, we did nothing this week in terms of FTCL content. Oh yeah, you didn't do any housekeeping. We were going we, we to record on Friday, but I I felt sick and so did Steven. So we was like, eh, we'll do it. I was going to say, what was wrong with you? Everything. Um, I, I've, I've just felt like crap for a week. Um, so yeah. Quit licking, quit licking, uh, things. I'll keep licking your dick as long as I want to. Okay. You ain't married yet, bullface. <laughs> I'm not gonna stand for this. <laughs> you can't call me bullface. Get out of here, Russell's underwear. Get a belt, you freak. No. <laughs> no. Buy me one. It's bad enough I'm wearing trousers. Buy me. <laughs> buy me one, Uncle YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> if you're wedding, we'll just if we'll, if we'll ship it and buy you a $10 belt. <laughs> That's your gift. Do you watch, do you watch Johnny's um, Resident Evil review? Yes, yeah, it's fun. I love the... <laughs> I think my favorite part is in the, the, the credits when they do the, the all the... Um, not the credits, but after the thing where they do all the, the yeah, outtakes. Yeah. And Elliot's walking down the stairs and he's grabbing the handrail. And Johnny goes, you're the worst zombie I've ever seen. Grabbing safety. The... <laughs> he goes, safety first. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing, the only joke I wish Johnny did, was I, my favorite fucking thing in Resident Evil, it was so fucking funny, I think as a kid, where they, so Resident Evil, classic Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 1, there are like three stages of health. Okay. Like green, yellow, and red. And you're, the character, he they'll walk differently depending on what health they are. So if they're green, they're like up, walk upright and fine. Yellow, I think yellow, they still they like still walk pretty good. But on red, they're like hunched over, grabbing their sides or having and walking. But the second they get, this is a visual thing that only kind of work for TJ. But like, so in the game, like they'll be walking, like huddled over and shit. But then when they get to a staircase, they'll stand up straight and walk down it properly. And then go back to being like hobbled and shit. I wish Johnny had done that. Like, he's up to a staircase. He's like, oh, oh. Like, hobbles over and shit. So I didn't, I didn't understand. I thought my, thought my YouTube was fucked up. When, whenever he would change scenes and they did the, they did like the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that, that was a nice attention to detail. Yeah. yeah. It always took like a second or so for it to load to yeah. a new screen. I want to get that. I want to get Resident Evil 2. 
The remake was fucking looks fucking fun. I never, I never played Resident Evil. Like I, I have the Dreamcast version of Resident Evil too. No, you don't. I, do, I don't. But it it comes on the Dreamcast version. They acted. They put in a very easy mode, mm-hmm. which comes with an unlimited Gatling gun. You can complete that game with no problems. <laughs> <laughs> that was always like that was always one of my favorite things to do was um when you could enter the cheat code to play as the Green Goblin in the Spider-Man movie game. But you have to max him out, though. Otherwise, his glider overheat too quickly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do, you do the two codes. You do the one to play the Goblin, and then you do the one so that you don't have to... Uh... You have unlimited web flow, which fools out the Goblins. Exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite. That was the best. I love his little runny, he's like fucking fast feet, like something the hedgehog move. Um, we, should, one... we should play that. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of my favorite things to do was there was, there was this mission... I can't remember what the mission was. It was something to do, like, you had to get out of, of something in a time limit. And the best part was, like, because it's a straight line. But, obviously, like, because when you're Spider-Man, you know, the swinging, there's a certain, like, arc to the swinging. And so you're not, it's not exactly going to be, like, easy for you to yeah. get to the... But when you play the Goblin, you just <laughs> go into hyperdrive. You just go... <laughs> the best thing, and I swear they did this on purpose. There are two types of cutscenes in that game. Pre-rendered CG... And in game, and they're like like most Spider-Man games, a variety of different suits you can wear, mm-hmm. and the suit you choose, you know, will show up on the any in-game thing. The final cutscene involves um, on that the bridge of the fucking thing, and it involves um, Spider-Man and Mary Jane. Mary Jane kind of lifts up his mask and they kiss on the bridge. Yep, there's a chico that plays Mary Jane. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you get some fucking good. It, it, it's a bit disconcerting that Tobey Maguire's voice is coming out of Mary Jane's body, but, uh... <laughs> that ruined it for you? That, no, it made it hotter, actually. <laughs> that cartoon had me out uh, be a lot through puberty. Okay. That Candy Kong in Donkey Kong 64, and of course... AB sexy, repeat. And of course, Sexy Godzilla. Oh, yeah? <laughs> you can't use AB repeat on a video game, you damn fool! You gotta record it first. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> What's the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> mm, horse doofs. Horse doofs. Uh, she hasn't replied to me yet. I'm not sure what she is. I don't know what she's doing yet. I want to say she might be Team Jess, which makes me not like your girlfriend anymore. Your fiance oh, anymore. Up. Oh, shit. Team up. Jess is... I have a friend. You've had this discussion before. Team Jess is a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> it's a punk-ass, bitch-ass, shit-ass, dick-ass piece of shit. this walnut, only small. This is only small. Jess is also the only one of the boyfriends that have sex with Rory. Hmm. Think about it. I am done thinking about it. She loses her virginity to Dean while he's married. Further proof that Rory Gilmore is a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> well, I remember what I was going to tell you. So, uh, she wanted to see this movie last week, um, and I'm, I think you think you I think you may have heard of it just based on the reputation that it's gotten so far. Trinity. Yeah. Oh man! Did you, you saw it? That's fucking garbage. That that may already be my bottom movie of 2019. What was your bottom movie of last year? Is it Ready Player One? Uh no, my bottom movie of last year was. I think she was. I think she was mad at me for this too. <laughs> Because I think it was a movie that she liked. Uh, a Quiet Place was my. That was movie. your war? Yeah, because of the last four seconds it made you cry. It made me cry. It made you cry of anger. Yeah, I was just like, what the fuck? This fucking movie! <laughs> I was like, okay. Let me, uh. 
me kind of go on a little, or no, we've already talked about this at, at, ad nauseum, but another like, another like similar thing to it. And this may just be, and I'm sure I'm not the only person who feels like this, but there are movies that I respect on certain levels because I feel like, I feel like they have a, an artistry to them. So like, yes, it's a campy movie because it was made in the seventies, but Alien has a very like artistic quality to it. You think Alien's campy? It can be, yeah. I would never. Would you wouldn't even call it campy. No, I would never. Don't call it campy at all. Star Wars, you can call it campy. I would call it fucking alien campy. Okay. Um, that was when movies were magic. That, I did say that. That was a, that was the one hundred percent quote from me. But let me. I fucking hate aliens. Oh, interesting. Okay. I I have never told you that before. No, I don't think so. So I watched I watched maybe like the first like forty five minutes of Aliens, and the tonal shift is so different <coughs> that I just can't get into it. That's why a lot of people like it. I the the whole reason that I love Alien is because it's a sci fi. It's it's I don't even know how to. You should you should watch Alien Three then. Why? It, it's less of an action film, and it's more exactly. So, so Alien One is a, is a horror movie, yeah. And then Aliens is very much like this campy alien or this. It's an action. Movie. It's an action film. Exactly. It's an eighties action film. But you know what? Something is. I mean, I can understand. You know, I'm sure there were some people who were expecting another Alien and got disappointed. But I mean, on some level. I give respect to the studio for allowing them to make a sequel so radically different from the first. I mean, like, I would, I would rather get that than just if we got another horror movie in space that was going to be shitter because most sequels of that ilk were bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, yeah, I can, I can see where you're coming from, but uh, I think Aliens tends to be most people's favorite of the series. I know that's why I got a lot of shit for saying that. It's on, pretty much a remake. Like, the story's not that different, you know? It's like... That's true. I just... I don't know. I just couldn't... I just could not get into it, because I just... I respect Alien so highly, and then I just go into Alien 2... Ex- or Aliens... Aliens, expecting, like, this level of artistry and, like, quality to it, and I'm just like, this is just a fucking 80s action movie. That's why it's cool. Is it, though? They mow down aliens with machine guns. Really big machine guns, TJ! Yeah. I think the other part of it is I'm just like, yeah, I know what a xenomorph looks like. <laughs> yeah. It says, I don't know, there's, there's, there's that kind of like... Yeah, but that, that's but that's you going back to an older movie. I, I don't think that's fair to the movie, because in context of the first 80s, you don't really see that much. That's that's what I like about it. It's, that, like, it's like that Jaws quality to it. Again, I get that, but I think it's a thing where you can't sustain that for a... I mean, you could completely make the case that it didn't need to be a franchise. And I think after, after Aliens, most people would agree with that. Uh, <laughs> but like, you can't... It's a thing where like, I, don't, you, I, you, I don't think you can, you can sustain a franchise with a character like the Alien, and then every movie just dictates you with it. I think there comes a point where maybe... Maybe the second one may not have been, you know... But um, you, I, I don't think you can kind of... And I'm not using that. that. I'm not using that as an excuse to say that Aliens is a bad movie. 
that's just me personally watching it. Number one, tonal shift is too different for me. That I, I don't I don't I don't care for the direction it went in. And number two, I'm just like, yeah, I know what a xenomorph looks like. I'm not I'm not afraid of it anymore. Would you have preferred it if Alien kept with its original ending? What do you mean? With the xenomorph in in scripted forms. Oh yeah. The yeah, xenomorph yeah. bites off Ridley's head and then speaks with her voice to be like, Yes, this is this is this is Ripley. I'll be at the station in two days, what have you? Hmm. And then the alien drives the ship off. Did you ever see life? No, I thought it was like a mix between Alien and, and like Venom, <laughs> kind of. It's good. I really like. I, I I heard it was I heard it was good. Not, I heard it was good, not great, but I heard it was pretty good. The uh, I liked the ending a lot. I'll say that. Is that when he spoiler alert? Is that when like, the alien gets like sent to Earth? Does it does it like trick the humans into sending it on a yeah essentially like because there's like two pods or whatever and so you think like they're sending it out into space and then it like it's all from like it's all from like the 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 like Jake Gyllenhaal's like perspective and you hear him like screaming no and then you think that like he's on Earth but then it cuts and the it's it's like it's like in the pod that they're getting they're going to open on Earth so then it's going to. I know there was a joke after the movie came out where, because I guess the writers of that movie also wrote Venom, and because they're both oh. Sony movies, <laughs> so people were like, is this like the OG of the Venom? And the writers, sequel? And then the writers were like, yeah, do that. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. That was like saying that, um, that's kind of like the whole, um, the turtles were conceived of the same mutagen that blinded Daredevil. Daredevil. <laughs> Just once, I would love it if like, a turtles movie or like a Daredevil, just if it's turtles, just show something little, little little like kid walking along, and if it's Daredevil, just show someone with like some turtles in like a jar walking past. That would be the ultimate like in joke. Turtles in a jar, <laughs> just sitting there's like floating in the air. Whoop. A little a little girl in a in a yellow jumpsuit holding a terrarium with four turtles in it. It's a bit over the top, but here we go. Now. <laughs> You know, like Turtles—they've crossed over Batman a bunch of times. I wonder, I wonder if Marvel would ever be game because you know that. The thing is, the thing is with like DC, Turtles don't have like, a good one-to-one thing, but like they would, they would create it as a parody of of, of uh, Daredevil. So to me, I'm like, when's that crossover going to happen? <laughs> yeah, because Marvel don't like fun. No, they don't. Do you know about the fucking Marvel CEO is going to be indicted now? What? <laughs> but like, you know, uh, with ties to like, I'm not sure if it's directly with, with like the Russians, but I guess it's part of the murder investigation. Oh! Ike. Ike. Perlmutter. Perlmutter is being indicted. Holy shit, that's awesome. Fuck him as fucking, isn't he anti-Semitic? Is that the whole thing? Oh, no, Aaron, no. <laughs> Was wrong. Uh, she's saying yes. Nope, nope. This, I'm cool this window. No, no, oh, shut up. No, TJ. Uh, but yeah, okay, I think they know we'll call it a day for Turkey Dazzle, yes, friend. Um, 
please join us next week where we'll talk about some other bullshit and maybe have something else to talk about in terms of FTCR content. But, you know, most likely not. Goodbye. Okay,